here's a story from the world. Israel is talking about annexing large parts of the West Bank. That's not entirely new, but the Israeli government might actually finally do it, and soon. The annexation process could move forward as early as next week. That's despite widespread condemnation from the Palestinian leaders, U.S. Arab allies, numerous foreign governments, and many Israelis. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres is calling on Israel to abandon its plans for annexation. He says this is a watershed moment. If implemented... Annexation would constitute the most serious violation of international law, grievously harm the prospect of a two-state solution, and undercut the possibilities of a renewal of negotiations. Martin Indyk is a former U.S. ambassador to Israel. He was also an American special envoy in Israeli-Palestinian negotiations. Ambassador Indyk is now with the Council on Foreign Relations and joins me from New York. Um, Ambassador, let's quickly break this down. What exactly is Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu considering here? Well, starting on July 1st, according to the government agreement that he signed with uh, his partner and alternate prime minister, Benny Gantz, he can bring to the cabinet a decision on annexation. He doesn't have to do it on July 1st, but that opens the door to him doing it. Under the Trump plan, Israel would be able to annex 30% of the West Bank, which would include all of the Israeli settlements and the Jordan Valley. That has never been proposed in any peace plan up till now. So the territory that Israel intends to annex is mainly in areas with Jewish settlements, but these areas also include Palestinian populations, right? So what would be their legal status? It's unclear. It hasn't been uh, specified as to what would happen to them. If he does the full annexation, then he would absorb something like 10,000 Palestinians who would be in those areas. Um, There's talk about him doing a partial annexation, which could be all of the 131 settlements, but not the Jordan Valley. And why now? What's the rush? The rush is determined by the fact that uh, there's an election in the United States and if Israel goes ahead, Trump has uh, indicated that he would recognize that annexation. The fear is that uh, Trump will uh, no longer be president after November. And uh, mm. Vice President Biden has already made it clear that not only wouldn't he recognize it, but he might well withdraw the recognition. We heard uh, UN Secretary General kind of alluding to this a moment ago. But if Israel does end up going ahead with this annexation, what would be the international response? Well, we've already heard from some European states, in particular British, French and Germans, that there will be consequences. They're not saying sanctions, but they are indicating that there will be consequences. The international community could, of course, try to pass resolutions in the Security Council. But as long as the United States is opposed to that, uh, and would exercise its veto and protect Israel, it could go to the UN General Assembly. But that's a much more difficult process. Overall, though, Israel will be, in effect, making itself an international outlaw. When you scrape away all the diplomacy, what is the American interest here? I mean, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said yesterday it was up to Israel to decide, even though it was the Trump plan that set things in motion. Why should this matter to Americans? Well, Secretary of State Pompeo's uh, statement there is, I think, a trick designed to suggest that the onus is on Israel when, as you imply, this wouldn't be happening uh, if the United States wasn't prepared to greenlight it. And indeed, under the agreement between Netanyahu and Gantz, 
They can't go ahead unless the United States greenlights it. So it will very much be a Trump decision, not just uh, an Israeli decision. Donald Trump is doing Israel no favor by encouraging it to go down this path, the path of annexation rather than separation from the Palestinians. Ambassador Indyk, you were deeply involved in pursuing the two-state solution and keeping it alive. Uh, Personally, how would you feel uh, about annexation and essentially the end of the two-state solution? Well, after the last negotiations that I was responsible for uh, under President Obama, I uh, could see that there's no way that a two-state solution is going to come about in my lifetime. Uh, So I've kind of come to terms with that. But I have felt very strongly that it's important, as I say, for Israel's future, that the option of a two-state solution be kept alive. And so for me, that is not just a sad moment, it's a tragic moment, tragic for the Palestinians as well. Martin Indyk is a former U.S. ambassador to Israel and also a U.S. special envoy for the Israeli-Palestinian negotiations. Ambassador, thank you. Thank you, Marco.